because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hi, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for being here today. You can find the podcast all over the place, including the front page of the WDBO app. You can find it there in Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well. And please join me for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, to this day, to this day, the greatest sporting event of my lifetime happened when I was very young, but I remember it like it was yesterday. McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Silk. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. It was the miracle on ice when a bunch of ragtag American college kids defeated the great Soviet Union on that sheet of ice in Lake Placid, New York, back in 1980 in the Olympics. And now, granted, it was more than just a hockey game on that February late afternoon in 1980. It was a meeting of the world superpowers during the height of the Cold War. Yes, it was a hockey game, but it was much more than that. At the time, for those of us who were on this earth, we remember the dire situation that that America was in at that particular point. Gas lines, the economy in turmoil, the Soviets had just invaded Afghanistan. More than 60 American hostages were taken by a group of Iranian students in Tehran four months prior to that, holding those hostages for over 444 days. President Carter, during the summer of 1979, had given that infamous crisis of confidence speech. In other words, America was in a bad, bad way, man. And Carter was was right. There was a crisis of confidence, although we should be looking to our leaders for exactly that leadership and inspiration. And instead, we got Debbie Downer from President Carter at the time. But that's when this group of college kids upset the greatest hockey team that I ever saw, the Soviet Union. And in the process of doing that, those kids were responsible for a renaissance of great American pride that was restored, not by our political leaders, but by these group of young men and boys who after upsetting the Soviets in the semifinals, went on to beat Finland to earn the gold medal in 1980. And one of the highlights of my career was being able to meet the captain of that U.S. hockey team, Michael Ruzioni. I got to meet Mike about five years ago at a golf tournament here in Orlando. And really, when you take a look at it, sports over the course of American history has been a great source of American pride, especially during times of crisis. As just one example of that, many of us remember that horrible morning of September 11, 2001, one of the darkest days in American history. But eventually it would be baseball and then football that really lifted our collective spirit after 9-11. Now, look, I am one who drapes himself in red, white, and blue during international athletic competitions. I'm proud of my country, and typically I want to see Team USA dominate the rest of the world on the fields and on the courts. But I got to tell you, 
I had a really difficult time rooting for the United States women's national soccer team in the World Cup here recently. I tried. Believe me, I tried. But in all honesty, that team did not deserve my attention and my respect, quite frankly. And sadly, there was very little endearing about our Team USA. This past weekend, the Americans were beaten in the round of 16 by Sweden, 0-0 and 5-4 on penalty kicks. Wow. Sweden wins. Now, let's be clear here. That poured their hearts, their souls, their blood, their sweat, their tears out for the United States during this tournament. My hope... Okay, my hope is that those particular players and that type of attitude will go on to define this Team USA into the future. Because right now, it is not defined by that. Right now, this team is defined by a disdain for our nation. The same nation, by the way, that has afforded those women the opportunity and the privilege to represent the United States of America on the pitch. Something they've done quite well over the last number of years in international competitions like the World Cup. Matter of fact, Team USA had captured two consecutive World Cups, but a third straight obviously was not to be. And from the start of the World Cup, the experts watching this team felt that there was just something missing. There was something wrong. Something wasn't right. Could it be that the rest of the world had closed the gap considerably on the Americans? Yep, no doubt. The bottom line was they were just not good enough in 2023. They weren't good enough. And for me, you know what? I had a hard time caring about this team because some of these women continue this hate America first nonsense. Some of these ladies in a sport where every player on every team typically sings their national anthems prior to matches, very few of them did. You really think I'm on a route for that? Someone needs to tell these ladies that the United States of America is the greatest country this world has ever seen. But this wokeness, this sickness that we are seeing in this country has become a cancer that has infested not only this team, but major parts of our society right now. I mean, this team could have done so much for this country, their sport, women's athletics, but they fell short in large part due to players like Megan Rapinoe. Now I'm picking on Megan Rapinoe because she is the most dominant face and name in her sport today, even at 38 years of age. Now, this is the same Megan Rapinoe who says she is retiring. Frankly, after watching her play in this World Cup, there's no way that she should have even been on this team. Quite frankly, it was obvious that she was not up to the task and to over the hill. And by the way, this is the same Megan Rapinoe who has come out in favor of biological men participating in women's sports. The same women's sports arena that afforded her the platform to become one of the most recognizable female athletes in the country's history. So it's no wonder why that at least half the country was rooting for the United States women's soccer team to lose at the World Cup. And that's exactly what happened over the weekend. Now, I can't say that I was rooting against them. Let's just say this. When I saw the final score on Sunday morning, I did not shed a tear. And that's sad. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.